everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Adriana Nordin Manan, and this evening I am joined uh, by two writers. Uh, first is Joshua Kam, uh, the author of How the Man in Green Saved Pahang and Possibly the World. And this book was the winner of the 2020 Epigram Books Fiction Prize. And also with us is Arif Rafan. Hi. Uh, Uh, the author of Reality Bitch Slap, a graphic <laughs> memoir. So today our topic is uh, road trips of the imagination. And uh, I think how best we could approach it is by diving right into the conversation because from uh, learning about what both works contain, uh, it will make sense and will be very clear about why we chose this topic of venturing and voyaging and uh, looking at very different vistas. So this podcast is part of the Georgetown Literary Fest 2020. So let's dive right into it then. Um, so for both of you, actually, uh, what I noticed from reading your works is that uh, both are grounded in actual physical spaces. Uh, Joshua mostly in Malaysia and Arif all over the region, actually, uh, in our neighboring countries. So I found that very, very interesting. Um, just to to follow that progression, uh, that movement. So I'd like to know how did you choose to map your journey? Like what did you, what places did you decide to include? And maybe more interestingly, what did you decide to exclude in the process? If either one of you can go ahead. Um, Joshua, you want to start? Uh, well, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, it's funny because I think someone was asking me once how I tried to write the plot of the book. Mm-hmm. And um, very ngangam, I said, it, it felt more like plotting a road trip in that I was interested in you know, finding three or four places that I wanted to have scenes in, not knowing exactly what the scene would be until I started writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it was important to write about Pahang because that's my dad's, you know, my dad's home state. Um, he's a kampung, uh, he, he's like a Kwantan boy, but like, you know, the, but like the back when that particular part of Kwantan was more kampung than city. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a lot of there's a lot of nostalgia, of course, for me going down Taiwan Barutina, coming back, and <clears throat> oh, back I, you know, there for the first time, I guess, when I was younger. Um, but I think for me, it was very important to be writing about spaces in you know, the heartland of Malaysia, in of peninsular Malaysia that I knew. That also, how do I say? I think avoids some of the colonial nostalgia that we have. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to knock any books that appear in Malacca and Penang and of course KL. Like I love all those places, but I think in terms of representation, it was it was important for me that we write about spaces that don't have as much direct British or Dutch or Portuguese influences mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. us to still be proud of those spaces as well. Nice, nice. No, I... I... Now that that you mention it, I started thinking like, oh, let's move away a bit from the straight settlements and go a little bit to the other to the other parts uh, of the country. Thank you, Joshua. Um, Arif. Okay. Um. When I first uh, wanted to write this story, um, I made a short story based uh, from my European backpacking experience. Um, mm-hmm. I initially uh, the, the the location was initially um, Czech Republic. Um, Some other town uh, in Austria and whatnot, but mm-hmm. the, because the story is much more interesting, you know, uh, it was it's funny, lots of self-deprecating humor, <laughs> East versus yeah. West, etc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, 
I wanted to tell a more personal story. So mm. uh, the, the story that is close to me and I hope the reader feel the same way reading it. Uh, because it, it was an eye-opener for me to know that this problem, that the, 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 the subject that I talk about in the book uh, happened, exists like behind our yard. They're, these are our neighboring countries, right? We share the same history together. We used to be like big kingdoms in, in mm-hmm. our region. So Southeast Asia trips helped me um, shred uh, every inch of um, prejudice inside of me. So that's why these places for me, are the perfect choices to be featured. Yeah. (laughs) Great. No, thank you. No, I, you know, when you said that part about that we used to be one kingdom, I remember being very drawn and once thinking about how like the the name Srivijaya, it's the name of like a a university in Indonesia. It's the name of a football team in Thailand. And I just found that very interesting, you know, that we could be different countries and yet we still have the same name and it has that cultural resonance. And I read somewhere Um, uh, like uh, in Tasik Chini, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. um, there was the archaeologists in the 20s, they found out um, like a tomb, like a tombstone uh, underneath uh, the lake, which which resembles a lot with a Cambodian uh, temple the architecture so and uh, and, wow. and uh, okay. orang there actually there are mm-hmm. few uh, words that actually Khmer uh, language so mm-hmm. uh, back in those days the people from uh, Khmer land and uh, throughout Semenanjung they've been traveling mm-hmm. around like like you know one one big land I mean one big there's no country at that time but you know it's a it's a, we are actually came from the same uh, we share same um, language and cultural um, elements and whatnot. So that's what makes me drawn into these uh, neighboring countries because we are kind of, you know, different, different, but same kind of thing. Uh, so it's very interesting to <laughs> me. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Uh, Joshua, were you going to say something? No, no, I was just um, affirming. And uh-huh, yes. No, um, no, actually, when another thing, uh, I, the details might be a bit patchy, but I remember reading that uh, some of the, the peninsular Malaysia, some of the Orang Asli languages actually are families of the Hmong language, so which mm-hmm. we would associate more maybe with, with Laos. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's 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 that that such the, the fascinating touch points mm-hmm. um, that we have. Uh, thank you guys. Um, Joshua, so when I was I was reading reading your book, you know how how I, I put it, it felt like it had a it had Easter eggs. Uh, of legends and mythology and as we progress through the chapters I will go oh who, who could this be you know that is that's Tunteja and uh, Putri Gunoledang and that was that was very delightful gander to make um, as a reader um, and I understand that you are also uh, a student um, of, of mythology of folklore and literature of the region so I was curious yeah. about this idea of shared myths um, what power do do would you say uh, these shared myths have over us um, that make them relevant uh, to contemporary life? And maybe you could share a bit how that influenced your creative decisions to include them in your book. Right. Um, I think that's a great question. I think it's the question. The idea of shared myths is sometimes a fairly new idea because mm-hmm. i think you know every community every you know, even just a town let alone say race or ethnicity has like a lot of like loyalties to the myths that they have right mm-hmm. i think this changes very quickly in like i guess a sort of post-colonial national experiment where, you know like mm-hmm. post-medica and in so many different countries where we know don't have we can't 
just make um, regional myths, but we have to make national myths as well. Yes. And I think Malaysia has been in this experiment. Uh, I'm going to use very polite words, yeah, to keep my mm -hmm. head on my shoulders. But it's going through an experiment of like which mm -hmm. myths are okay, which ones aren't. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you know, growing up in the early 2000s of Malaysia, there was a certain kind, there was a certain list of national myths, you know, like Samana Cheng Ho, you know. Not in the textbooks, but not in the history textbooks, but it, like it's definitely there. Mm -hmm. And you know, a handful of others, right, that sort of shape it. And I think for me, those shared myths were important not because, um, I think they were important because they were chosen for us. And I think because we, they were chosen for us as a nation, we get to collectively rethink them. I don't, so when to speak of relevance, I mean, I I don't want to shoehorn the p past into the present or mm -hmm. to fit the present into the past mm -hmm. as, as a writer, as, as someone who tries to think about these things. But I think because we've been given these myths by you know, governments, by families, by mm -hmm. oral histories, by friends, to some extent, it's um, the power that they have of us is um, rooted in the ways that they use, in the way what these stories are trying to convey mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. The country that we're becoming. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you very much for that. I I was wondering because the 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 theme of having something imposed on us came up in, in your response, <laughs> and I was curious, just from your personal perspective, um, did you do you feel a sense of ownership or belonging to these myths? Um, yeah, the ones that we were taught and asked to embrace, whether we wanted to or not, necessarily. I don't think ownership is the right word, right? Because mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a very um, copyright chop. You know, chop. Yep. This, this, is, this is mine, right? <laughs> yeah, um, this is mine. Yeah, this is my rubber. Don't take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know if I have that attitude with my with my uh, catch myself again with our stories, right? Mm -hmm. I think, um, but I do think that because I don't, I mean, I love these stories. There's a reason I'm studying them and probably going to be studying them for the next twenty, thirty years if mm -hmm. I can help it. Um, at the same time, I'm aware of the, I guess, the politics that may, that interpret the stories as they are. And I think for me, my hope is always that the best kinds of storytelling um, let the story speak for itself mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in ways that may not yeah. that may contradict the you know the the biases that I have, um, the biases that a government or you know someone some other Malaysian has, and that mm -hmm. the stories ground us and make us human mm -hmm. in ways that we're often uncomfortable with. Yep. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now moving to Arif. Yep. Uh, yeah. I know in our conversations before this, uh, you as as a comic artist and mm. animator, among other things, you've shared that drawings are your preferred and more comfortable modes of storytelling. Yeah. So bringing the attention to your book, um, how how was that experience for you? Like working on putting together words and drawings in 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 one story. Um, was there any part that felt more complicated or more challenging that you might be able to give insight to? Um, not really complicated because, um, mm -hmm. as I said uh, in my uh, previous interviews and whatnot, ninety nine percent of the story in the book is real as is. Yeah, it's, there's mm -hmm. no additional or whatsoever. The only uh, fictional part of that story is the maybe the um, how I put the which country to put on first in each chapter. Oh. Uh, that's it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, 
doing uh, when when I um, make that comics, uh, the, the 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 whole graphic novel, I some some of the stories I already forgotten about, so I have to call back all my friends, the one that uh, featured in the book, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I have to ask them, does this really happen, or I mean, did I just like make make this thing up or something? And then they will just no no it really happened then, but and then they give me more details on that story, mm-hmm. and then uh, then I have to pick and choose which part of the story that makes sense in the in the, in the book uh because um there were like a total of six of us right so um yeah. each have a different perspective and mm-hmm. how it happened uh, and then mm-hmm. it's like uh writing a diary sort of uh, you know documenting mm-hmm. all this experience that we had uh onto the paper so mm-hmm. it's not really that complicated it's just uh, more of a Like a documenting uh, things that happen uh, in uh, these six lives uh, in that trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more like trying to excavate the memories and make sure uh, what yeah. you got was 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 sort of true. Like true, yeah. Yeah, because uh, because true, true, some some of the someday. chapters are different from what I remembered. Or mm-hmm. sometimes it's uh, I thought it was this country, but my friend said no, 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 it was in Thailand. <laughs> those things. He said really because I remember. <laughs> You know, um, we ate like a pho in Vietnam or something yeah. like that. And then, mm-hmm. oh no, 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 that was uh, Khmer food, but uh, it's not in Cambodia, but it's in Vietnam, blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah it's it's kind of like uh, you know, like, you know, like when old people play chess and then they talk about all yeah. these young 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 days. Uh, yeah, I yes. feel <laughs> try to yes. get this story right. So, but yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a anyway, it's a love letter to my friends. So um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's all sorted out, so I'm happy for it. <laughs> um, is do you have uh, maybe maybe an example of one instance where you were like, oh, actually, I thought this was what happened, but then your friends uh, had to correct you. Um, is there anything in particular? I think the the the, the that poor kid um by ah. the market uh the one uh the glue sniffing kid. Yeah. Uh, because yes. uh I remember uh he mm-hmm. one of my friend Azan. But mm-hmm. the the <clears throat> how the story built up was uh, was a bit blurry to me because I think I was busy looking at stuff to buy for uh, mm-hmm. at the market to buy back home. So mm-hmm. my 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 other friends uh, helped me to um, narrate the whole the whole scene from start. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that <laughs> that helped me a lot, uh, because because I was I was I wasn't paying attention to that actually. But when I when I turned, that thing was happening. Yeah, he was holding uh, my friend's leg. And mm-hmm. asking for food and all that, uh, and then uh, and we try to you know help him out and all that. Thank you, and I think I think that's that's the joy of road trips, right? Like when you yeah, just yeah, recall yeah. with your friends, like just the silly and quite uh, sometimes ridiculous things that happen or things that that stirred you and that really made you made you have to contemplate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, so no, that's that's bringing bringing me now a lot of memories of. Of road trips, uh, I've taken uh, with my friends. <laughs> you should make the comic um, out of it. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. We could, yeah. We, I think the two that we have is Bali and Langkawi so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh gosh, all the stories um, that can come out. Uh, thank you, thank you, Ari. Yeah, no um, now, uh, question uh, about about encounters. Yeah, just mm-hmm. sites of encounters, and I'm interested here to ha- ask uh, what uh, maybe what both of you might. I have to share, and um, so as a Malaysian and Southeast Asian, um, subconsciously as I was reading your your books, I was seeking familiarity. 
Um, and uh, I got I got a lot of that actually from the scenes in markets, like the ones that that I referred to, um, mm. and things like, on busy streets and <clears throat> like street level encounters, and that that was wonderful, really, because I think in the in the a mundane setting, but yet it would give a lot of uh, insight and it puts our our diverse communities um, like in, in in sharp relief. So um, that said, I was wondering like while while writing your books. Uh, did you have this idea of oh I must I must represent these societies and their diversity? Did that did that come up at all um, as you were writing? This is for Joshua, right? Um, both of you actually. Oh. Josh, wants Joshua, you want to go first? Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you. Um, oh, give me two seconds. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I, I like that you pointed out the market scenes and the scenes of sort of mundane intimacies. Because mm-hmm. I think for me, those were the, not the easiest, but the most rewarding to write. Yeah. I think I it's interesting, too, that you were asking about diversity. Because I know mm-hmm. there was a part of me maybe that wanted to, un- that, to be fair to the many, mm-hmm. you know, the many demographics of Malaysia. Yeah. I think a part of me also is not very interested in diversity. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. like a very, like, anti-SJW whatnot thing to say. I'm not, no, I not at I'm, all. Yeah. Um, but what I, I guess what I mean in that sense is... um. I'm not interested in diversity for the sake of diversity. I mm-hmm. am interested in decentering, recentering sometimes, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I think means sometimes taking a step back from demographics that I am that I like stand on, or sometimes leaning into it. Right. Um, I think for me, there's something very much like what you pointed out: how um, the market is a place where a lot of places, a lot of people mingle but don't necessarily mix. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <clears throat> and I've thought about that about. Um, especially, I guess, since you know the book deals so much with Malaysian queer history that you know, and sort of the ways that these spaces are not somehow separate um, mm-hmm. from the rest of the Malaysian like world, but they mm-hmm. they often inhabit that. Right? As someone who's also queer, it's you know, these spaces often occur like right above cafes, below, you know, like in the upper stories above cafes in the mm-hmm. market. And there's a you, if you know, you know, Laz, that is that kind of like thing, and I mm-hmm, think that mm-hmm. was something I was trying to portray at least in that on those intersections. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was interested in writing stories that had more representation. Um, I think representation is unjust if the if the day one that you're in isn't necessarily a just system. But yes. mm-hmm. I like telling stories that I am familiar with about mm-hmm. intimacies I know, and I mm-hmm. think that's why the market featured so heavily. Mm-hmm. And you know, Joshua, like I, I, what you said the when 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 you referred to like spaces of queer encounters, I I didn't I didn't catch that uh, as I was reading. So this makes it doubly fascinating for me because um it it's it just shows like the you know like what what is left unsaid can be picked up by 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 different readers mm. um, based right. on their background. So maybe would you like to share a little bit more about that? Um, uh, about the, the the theme of 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 encounters, queer encounters in, in this case, um, yeah, yeah, that you in in your work. I suppose I think in one way, um, I know there have been some folks, both friends and yeah, and others mm-hmm. who have felt that in it's almost unrealistic the the number of queer people suddenly in this book of maybe, yeah. uh, Tom Gaw six characters, right? Mm-hmm. It, it seems very um, very um, overdrawn, very like exaggerated in that sense, and I think for mm-hmm. me it's. Um, I chose to write about those characters not 
so much for whatever the gay agenda is supposed to be and more because I these are mm-hmm. characters I can write about. These are characters I know, mm-hmm. um, some many of them from real life, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I wanted to do a tribute to some of them. I, I think in that sense it was... Mm, and I think one of the things I really wanted to um, write about since when I did come to writing about things that were closer to my experience was mm-hmm. just how... Um, again, intimate and mundane queer life in Malaysia can be in spite of obviously mm. you know, their challenges, their difficulties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it happens, it doesn't happen in you know, super westernized spaces. Um, it doesn't happen. Or if spaces that, that one often assumes are, they're not necessarily even gay bars, which is a stereotypical yeah. place where what yeah. they can happen. It does happen, obviously, mm-hmm. there. But mm-hmm. um, I remember lots of experiences growing up, and like whenever I'm back home, these moments where like you know, you can be in just like a pasatani somewhere, you can be in mm-hmm. pasamalam somewhere, and you're like, oh yeah, and you make eye contact, you're like, oh hello. Anyway, yeah. can be sexual, doesn't have to be, but it's very, it's like a, the intimacy of just knowing is something that mm-hmm. I wanted to try to convey in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. to offer a window into like the way that, that those spaces operate without mm-hmm. endangering anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I think that's a that, that that's a very wise wise decision of yours. That last part, right? But without endangering <laughs> anyone. And I was as you were speaking, I also thought of it. I was like, yeah, like there's no Christopher Street equivalent necessarily in KL, mm-hmm. but. You know, there oh, there are, is, but, uh, but we wouldn't tell you now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, 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 it won't be on the. It won't be like Airbnb tours. You know, like, yay, come uh-huh. here. Um, and that's that's uh, that that's just fascinating to to hear and to to to, to listen to you parsing it down to that. Um, Arif. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that? I mean, there was a lot of uh, like the instances, the examples in Vietnam and Cambodia where they were. In, in market squares or just places yeah, yeah. where you're uh, out and about? Mm, tell in, us more about that maybe. Uh, we went to to uh, as much market as we can find in mm-hmm. each country, in each city. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, when when they say when you go travel, you not you don't go sightseeing, right? You yes. you want to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you want to be like, yeah. you know, just to be like a local lah, you know, poser yeah, 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 lah, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah, market yeah, yeah. is the best place to <laughs> to to become that posers. You know? yeah. So um, we went yeah. to every single market that we can find, you know, to mm-hmm. try the food, to mm-hmm. you know, just uh, especially when we see like an indoor um eating place, so you can just yeah. uh, have uh, some food inside that market itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we just hanging there, you know, have some tea and whatnot, coffee. Mm-hmm. So. Is is one way for us to not to understand the the the, the what do you call it the the colors of the society or whatever, but mm-hmm. just uh just sitting there having our drinks and look at the local people doing their day to day uh activities. Just you know, it make us feel good to, mm-hmm. to be a part of that. Just to be a part mm-hmm. of that. It's not really to understand or you you know to the socio economy of those people. No, no, just. It's just a, that's how we enjoy our travel. So yeah, we go to every single market we can find. It's, a, it's, it's one of the best. Even I do it until now when, when I go, sometimes yeah. we drive up to Krabi or mm-hmm. with my kids. Mm-hmm. My uh, yep. That's the first thing that we do. We go to the market, have our breakfast there or, you know, inside mm-hmm. the market and just hang out. That's the, that's the, one of the best activity that, that I, I think for us uh, to enjoy. 
to just to lepak with the locals. Definitely, you know, I think I think that's that, that's awesome really because I find like um, even like when I'm in small towns in Malaysia, I want to go to the no-name supermarkets, for example, and I think mm. there's that same draw, you know, like yeah, what's yeah. going on here? What what's the the scene that I remember from from your book? It was uh, was it was it sepak takraw? What was it oh, you guys se- were playing? I don't know. We, yeah. I call it sepak yem. It's a, yeah, I don't know. But I, yeah, um, I know, what's the English word for that? Uh, the the one with the fluffy uh feathers. Shuttlecock. Ah yes. The, yeah, the badminton one. Ah yeah. It, it, some it <laughs> yeah. like shuttlecock, but it's for kicking. Ah yes, ah, yes, yes, yes. So um yeah, because the, oh my god, it's sepak yeah, man. The whole <laughs> the whole park is a like, like a like a park there, and like mm-hmm. hundreds of people playing that. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and from five years old till I don't know seventy, eighty years old, they all play. Yeah. Uh, it's like an activity, a uh, family activity, and. Of course, we want to be part of that, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. we just, uh, right. my friend just ran across the street, look, uh, go to the convenience shop, and buy some, uh, some of those stuff, and then we we mingle with them and we play that thing as well. So mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. it's a simple activities, you know, just but to be a part of it is, uh, is is a it's a very fulfilling, uh, in a way. <coughs> yeah, just Def- definitely. <laughs> Uh, like like just like living in the moment, right? Yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. Where you, of where you are. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I think Arif, if if I may pick up uh and and continue a bit uh the conversation here. I, in your travels, I know in in Cambodia and Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, what I noticed was that many of the the bitch slap encounters, yeah, they revolved around sex and mm-hmm. arguably the the subjugation of women and girls. Yeah, that's true. And I know that uh, there are so many tropes, right? And there's so many ways that one could be mocking and condescending with mm. uh, if, if, if writing about these these topics. Yep. But what I saw was there was uh, for in your book there was a lot of uh, moments of being unsettled, and I think there was that we were pondering and maybe caught in a bit of a standstill. Yeah. And yeah. and there wasn't necessarily a tidy conclusion. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, what 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 was it about these topics that make them linger in your mind and become uh, one of the the main turning points in, in your book. Okay. Um. I guess uh, I I wanted to uh, say two things about on this subject, mm-hmm. which is uh, first the subjugation of women, uh, mm-hmm. girls, and and even children in the book. Was, yeah. Uh, it, that thing was my main bitch slap of reality when I mm-hmm. was on my trip. Uh, mm-hmm. Reason being, uh, I was raised by women my whole life. Um. Uh, yeah. my, my dad passed away when when I was four, <coughs> and my mom has been a. Single mother since, mm-hmm. and I was surrounded by widowed aunties and relatives. So mm-hmm. basically, I have no father figures my whole life. Yeah. So um, looking at this, um, the the things that I saw in the book, really, um, it's like a like a knife in my heart. You know, when I when I mm-hmm. when I saw it, it's like a um, it's, it's so heart wrenching. Uh, and these poor people, they they're just hustling. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not like nowadays. It's not for only fans or not for fame yeah. and internet likes. You see, it's mm-hmm. just, it, they they do this for a packet of rice, mm-hmm. and that's why I give so much space on this issue um, because it really affects me deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and secondly, uh, on uh, unsettled and sloppy conclusion on these uh, encounters, because mm-hmm. uh, when we were in our early twenties, we were dumb, naive. And 
we were excited <laughs> to see the outside world, right? Yeah. Out of our comfort zone, and we and we expect travel wonders like as portrayed by films and TV. Yeah. Uh, and then mm. it was like uh, 99, 2000. So the internet has just begun, and mm. there were no uh, social media at all. So our mm. knowledge were very filtered and limited. Uh, mm. So we have this certain expectation that oh Thailand, uh, okay, this great food. No, 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 some some very limited information that we have on these countries. Mm-hmm. So um, when your expectation were crushed by this harsh uh, harsh reality. Yeah. This 20 year old dude <laughs> will be left baffled, you know, like he it, it went standstill, um, yeah. and yeah. inconclusive, and that image yeah. linger with me like such a long time. And mm-hmm. as we grow older, uh, we slowly digest and understand the relevance of what we experience uh, mm-hmm. when we're younger. So yeah. that's why I purposely leave the story um, as is, so mm-hmm. as exactly as what I was in that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so different reader will conclude it differently or uh, have their own interpretation on that uh, particular scene or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's how I felt at the time. So I leave it as is in that book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the retrospect, I'm I'm glad that I experienced all this. It's, I mean, it's like a hard knock school of life to me lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I learned so much from these encounters, <clears throat> and that's what my hope uh, in this book as well for the readers lah. Oh no! That for me as a reader, I definitely, I definitely got that. Like it was, it was very interesting because a lot of it was, you know, like boy humor and like, hey, you know, backslapping, kawan kawan, jalan jalan. When those moments came, I was like, I think there's something happening here, and it really spoke to me. Um. Uh. So I think. I'm oh, sorry, Arif. Yeah. Carry on. No, I mean, uh, the thing that uh, I delivered that way because this issue is such a heavy issue, and I really want to push it in that book. But mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, make it like a preaching kind of book or something, right? So that's why yeah, I try yeah. to, yeah. Uh, and as what we experience, because all of us are very, you know, we we take it easy. We are quite um, uh, not really serious kind of people. So uh, mm-hmm. I try to deliver it in a comedic uh, ways. Uh, but still, like like what Joshua said just now, we try not to... Um, To what do you call it? Um, not to uh, make it condescending or you know any negativity around that issue. So mm-hmm. that uh, I try to delicately handle the issue as 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 the best as I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it definitely came came out to me like I I I saw that. Uh, thank you, thank you, Ari. Thank you. Um, I we we reached actually the last question uh, for for today. Um, and it's the. Uh, It's a very quick and snappy question on hindsight. It's mm-hmm. 2020, right? Uh, but so looking back at your books, not that they're now that they're out in the universe and you've had time away from the creating phase, um, is there anything you would have done differently if you had the chance to do things over? That's a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. You want to go first, just show me. Where do I start with my regrets? Right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think obvious. Um, Oh, 2020 is still this for us and 2020 is not actually 2020 so like obviously my um <clears throat> my own um my own regrets of my own book i suppose are really tight at least the ones that i will speak of right um are yeah. i think tied to the ways that um i think in a part of me still um wishes i'd gone back to um my female characters and done them a little more justly. Okay. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's one of those things where 
I mean, I try my best to portray and I try to run it through. Um, but I think one of the things that I was overlooking was the ways that, um, what do I say? The intimacies between women in like either in a, in, in a gay context and a not gay context and in like in all these various contexts. And I realized that I <clears throat> wrote in the moment and there were moments where I had friends and fem, fem friends come back and say like, mm. like, why are you talking about sex work this way? Why are you talking about X? And, um, it was always, it was critical without, without the aspect of, um, condemnation and I really appreciated that space yeah. for me to learn and I think one of the things that going forward if I want, want to write more is to really <clears throat> work through those intersections of race gender and what and like experiences that aren't mine and kind of mm -hmm. run them through with people with the people that I'm writing about I wish I'd taken more time yeah with that. yeah mm. yeah yep. uh, okay well for me um this is my second chance actually uh, okay. because this book was originally published in Bahasa about five years ago uh, in uh, in by Malaysian publisher uh, Maple Comics, and it was picked by Epigram for the English translation. Uh, and no, I didn't change the story at all. The only okay. difference is uh, between these two books are few pages of uh, breakers and some tidy up that I did uh. So that's it. Because yeah. um, for this book, I was I was uh, being naked and honest uh, yeah. about the story and. And like I said, it's a, it's like a, it's like documenting a diary, visual diary, something like that. And when I look back uh, through the story, nah, I won't change the thing. And I can say that I'm very proud of it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm satisfied lah, basically. So yeah, no. Awesome, awesome. No, I think uh, that's a, that's a that's a great note to end on. I uh, you should you should feel proud of your work. And the same goes for you, Joshua. I just thank want you, to say you. congratulations to both of you. Um, and thank you so much for, for, for sharing this space and this time. Um, it's been great. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you, Arif, as well. Yeah. And everyone else. Yeah, thank you, Joshua. So Keep up the good work. <laughs> Your work Likewise. is awesome. Likewise.